Today's podcast is brought to you by Every Wednesday, a plan to inspire the people of Portland and support the place we call home. Let's get out of the house and spend some time with each other. Skip Zoom, meet for coffee, take your colleagues out to happy hour. Buying a gift? Ditch the internet and support a local maker by shopping in-store. Head into town every Wednesday and see what's going on at everywednesdaypdx.com. Welcome to The Dive Podcast, presented by Willamette Week, where every Saturday we discuss the biggest news stories of the week with Portland's noisiest newsmakers, savviest culturistas, and some of the best journalists in the game. I'm your host, Brianna Wheeler, and I want to hear from you. So send your questions and comments to me, bwheeler at wweek.com. All right, y'all, enjoy the show. This week, we are celebrating Willamette Week's annual Best New Bands issue. For 19 years, Willamette Week has polled the local music industry about which acts they're loving the most and who among those acts will be the next big thing to come out of Portland. As our arts and culture assistant editor, Bennett Campbell Ferguson, writes in his intro, art is subjective. So take the titular best new bands with a grain of salt because between the hundred different bands nominated, the consensus was actually pretty elusive with winners each commanding only a narrow share of the final vote tallies. So that's the tea. Our city is overflowing with new music. It's Saturday, July 1st, and this is episode 130 of The Dive. Today I'm talking with best new banders, Jesse Branch and Ryan Scott of Ghost Feet, a dreamy, melancholic five-piece ensemble that layers ethereal vocals over dark wave, gothy compositions. Ghost Feet, to me, sounds like a quintessential Portland band. Like, genre aside, the vibe is hazy, it's kind of gray, it's misty, it's chill. It's very Pacific Northwest. And we'll talk to Jesse and Ryan about how they build that vibe in just one sec. But first, here's what I learned from this week's edition of Willamette Week. When Oregon legislature voted last week to criminalize small amounts of fentanyl, there was one dissenter. Representative Farah Chachi, who in a letter to the clerk of the House referred to the bill as, quote, a return to the war on drugs, which has been an abysmal failure, end quote. Nigel Jaquist reports that earlier this month, the American Federation of State, County and Municipal Employees, Council 75, ask me, placed its executive director, Stacey Chamberlain, on paid administrative leave from the 181 thousand dollar a year position that she's held since 2018. The Oregon Ask Me Council Executive Committee received a formal complaint June 14th, and Willamette Week has learned that the complaint takes issue with Chamberlain's treatment of subordinates and her management style. Chamberlain's suspension is an example of how unsettled things are as organized labor seeks to retain its power amid changing organizational dynamics. And on the back pages, Eric Vanderwall reviews Portland author Patrick DeWitt's latest work, The Librarianist. And I don't know, based on that wild-ass party girl title and Eric's review, it sounds like a really fun and engaging read. DeWitt is also the author of the best-selling novel, French Exit. Now, let's chat with two members of one of Portland's best new bands, Jesse Branch and Ryan Scott of Ghost Feet.
uh, Nuri and Rachel had a project that was called Ghost Feet, and it was them, like, DJing with Ableton, right? Yeah, it was like, them doing um, kind of, like, lo-fi beats, and Rachel was playing guitar over them. Um, yeah, and they were doing really, like, cool stuff in Olympia, like, uh, the Dark Disco, is that what it's called? Dark Disco. Yeah, they did, like, some cool shows down um, mm-hmm. in Olympia, and Nuri and I were working together in a class at Evergreen, and I was, like, singing over some beats that he was making, and I didn't know Rachel, and I didn't know Ryan, but I knew Nuri, and then we all sort of, so Nuri and Rachel, like, kept doing that for a couple more years, and then Ryan and I didn't meet until, like, a year ago. Um, yeah, even though we're both Olympia townies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? And, yeah, so basically, like, during the pandemic, I was living in L.A. Uh, we were all sort of, like, doing our own things. Um, Ghost Feet had taken, like, a five-year hiatus. And um, Nuri and Rachel hit me up and asked if I wanted to sing on some stuff they were working on. And I was like, absolutely. So we started recording remotely because um, it was in, like, 2020, I think, like, July of 2020 or something. Um, and so we started recording remotely and then pandemic was just like getting really rough. And so I moved back home to Olympia and then in 2022, like April of 2022 or something, we decided like, let's get together and let's put together a band and do some of these songs that we're writing. So it's been just a little bit over a year now since it's been the five of us. Um, yeah, that's how Ghost Feet started. How'd you, how'd everybody end up in Portland? Or are you in Portland? Well, Jess, Jess I'm not in Portland. Portland. Yeah, I live in Olympia still, but I spend a lot of time in Portland. Yeah. But, um, I think Ben, our drummer, has been living in Portland for, like, 13 years, so I think he, like, has been living here for a long time, and then, Ryan, you've been living here for, like... I've been here for about 12 years. Um, Oh. Yeah, I, I just moved here, um, after college, basically, and to get out of Olympia because it's a really small insular town. Mm. <laughs> sure is. So, you know, I, I, I really like Portland because it ha- still has neighborhood feels, um, you know, that I appreciate about sure. where I grew up in Olympia. Yeah. Um, and, you know, pri- prior, I, I did the old move to LA thing after high school and that, that was just way too big for me. So Same. Portland was the sweet spot. Yeah, and then I think Nuri and Rachel have been here for like since college. I think yeah, two years. Yeah, after college. So between all of you, there's Nuri, Rachel, Jesse, and Ryan. You two and yeah. Benjamin. Between like all yeah. of you, how what is the songwriting process like? Well, we just have two singles that we've released as this project so far, and then we have a third single that's single. <laughs> I always do that. We have a third <laughs> single that's coming out in August on the PDX pop compilation and that um, they all kind of followed the same process. So basically like Nuri and Rachel both write on guitar primarily and using Ableton a lot. So they kind of come out with like a structure for a song and um, the chords and um, it's pretty bare bones though, I would say. And then they bring it to, um, the rest of us, I guess with the first songs, they brought it to me first, um, just because it was easier that way. And so I started writing lyrics and melody over that. And then we brought it to Ryan and Ben, and they were able to, like, kind of hone in on the rhythm section together. And then we put it all together. So, When I'm listening to, I just listened to what was up on Spotify, um, and I watched the video. 
I feel like I hear really familiar influences in your vocals, and it made me wonder what what inspires you. Well, vocally, I would say, like, I primarily listen to female musicians, um, but I do love, like, Jeff Buckley, mm. huge into some Jeff Buckley vocals. I've been singing since I was, like, a baby, and mm. so I have, like, tons of influence from my whole life, like, powerhouse singers um, like Janis Joplin, Tina Turner, um, then also like jazz singers like Ella Fitzgerald or, um, you know, folk singers like Nancy Griffith. Um, I love the Carpenters. Um, I love Portishead. So I love like Beth Gibbons kind of ethereal yeah, vocal. I, I can, it's definitely giving Beth Gibbons. I love that though. Yeah, I love her and I love Portishead and I love, um, I don't know. I love like a nice kind of ethereal vocal, but I also love like leaning into the power of like, you know, a near scream in a vocal <laughs> moment. <laughs> Hell yes. What about the rest of the band? Like Ryan, what are, what are your, some primary influences or inspirations? Yeah. Um, I would say like Simon Gallup from the Cure is probably one of my favorite bassists and Robert Smith's just one of my favorite uh, musicians in general though you know he's been there for me since i was 15 so i'm 36 now and um I've, yeah i've always just kind of gravitated towards the more gothy goth side of uh music like cocktail twins and um here totally well me and my yeah, husband let's... were listening to it and the first thing he said was like wow this is really gothy are you into gothy music now <laughs> yeah 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 that, that's a lot of my uh, inspiration is kind of like the dark, dark wave stuff. And yeah, and I think Nuri and Rachel, at least Rachel, I think falls into that as well with a little bit. I know she really likes Def Jones too, and a bunch of other stuff. She's always sending me bands. Um, she me, likes heavier stuff yeah. too. Me, Jess, and Rachel all are avid Tool fans. Yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> love Tool. Yeah. Um, and then Nuri also has like some really interesting. Like I know Nuri takes a lot of inspiration from like Radiohead too. Mm. When you amalgamate all of that together, all of these inspirations and influences, like what would how would at its core, how would you describe the sound of Ghost Feet? That's a that, you know I've been I've been trying to figure that out for a while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which you know which is a bad thing because I think that means that we have a an original sound. Yeah. Um, it has, like, definite elements of, like, dark wave yeah. and, yeah. I mean, you shoegaze. know, yeah, people say, like, shoegaze, you know, some people do. Some people say, like, trip-hop. Um, you know, ben, Ben's jazz drumming tends to lean into a lot of, you know, intricate beats, like, trip-hop style. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I don't think we can, like, say that we're one of those genres really yeah mm -hmm. we're kind of like all and then i i ha think i have like a bit of a pop background so i think that a lot of my lyrics and vocals tend to like not popify stuff but they do have like that influence they're not completely out there so much that they're you know i guess unfollowable by the listener maybe i don't know no i found the vocals to be it, it was giving me like a little bit of Concrete Blonde, like PJ Harvey. It was giving me like the music of my youth a little bit. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like music filtered through generations and through different ears. And it was just really, um, like really captivating, really compelling. I could Thank see you. how it could really be that for lots of people. 
Yeah, well, I definitely think that there has been inspiration from many, many, like, generations, yeah. I guess, of music. So what's next for the band? It's there's the showcase and then PDX Pop Now. Um, then what? Um, so we're releasing this single with PDX Pop Now called November 2. And then we'll be promoting that song and getting it into as many people's ears as possible. And then we're working on another music video for another song um, called Sun Look Down. That is a very special song, I think, to all of us also. I think we all really love playing that song. So I'm really excited for that. And then hopefully going on a little tour this fall. We're still very much like in the works on that. But yeah. yeah. Right on. Keep us in the loop. Keep us updated. Yeah, yeah, we got a lot of new material that we're working on also. So um, ideally, we would be recording all of that here within the end of the year. Yeah. Big thanks to this week's guests, Jesse Branch and Ryan Scott of Ghost Feet. And thank you for joining me. I hope you'll join me again next week. Until then, 